Hello everybody and welcome to the Girl You Need podcast. If you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to have you and if you have been listening to my episode from the start, thank you so much for all of your support. I literally love the messages that people send me and I love growing the podcast and helping people with their self-esteem. So this podcast is all about self-esteem, inner happiness, confidence and mindset And today's episode is with a beautiful woman called Lorna Lyons, who is Irish and just sounds stunning. I could listen to Lorna all day. She's so gorgeous. Um, And we connected on Instagram. She has a business called The Mum Boss Network. So go and check that out. And Lorna supports women um, how to be positive about themselves. She teaches people how to set their own business up and how to prioritize themselves and everything around mindset and growth is what she is an expert in Um, and she was just brilliant and she had a story about finding your voice and I've been really looking forward to doing this episode because it's all about you know this podcast is all about us sharing our journeys and that's exactly what Lorna did so thank you so much Lorna for that and um, she was a lovely guest the conversation just flowed so naturally and it's on video as well so if you want to watch it on YouTube as a podcast it's also there as well so I will quickly put on the advertisement and then we'll just get straight into the episode have a good day So for full transparency, this is a paid advertisement, but I am really, really excited to be collaborating with BetterHelp, who are an online therapy company with over 26,000 therapists online. BetterHelp are the only company who I wanted to work with, especially for this podcast, as it focuses on self-esteem and having online therapy was like a really big part of my self-esteem journey. Um, And I am so happy to be able to offer listeners 15% off BetterHelp therapy using the link www.betterhelp.com forward slash the girl you need. You get to have therapy at home, on your mobile, via a video, which for me took a lot of anxiety out of going to see a therapist. And that is why I'm really, really excited to be doing this collaboration. So that's www.betterhelp.com forward slash the girl you need. Sorry, I had a mind blank then. <laughs> brain fart. <laughs> I had a brain fart. Oh, God. Good she morning. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's amazing to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Emma Jane. I so appreciate being invited on. So thank you. You're very welcome. I am really excited to get into some of the things that we've we've started talking about anyway. And I know that the people that listen are going to learn a lot from you. So really, really excited. Um, so I want to start with, um, tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do now, because it's super interesting and people are going to love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Well, my name is Lorna Lyons and I'm the founder of the Mum Boss 
Network, which is a learning and networking community for mothers who are building and growing their businesses online alongside their their little actual babies. So it's a business networking group and it's it's been a bit of a journey to get here. Um, I've had other businesses and my profession up until a year ago as a teacher. Um, but that's what I'm currently um, working in. I'm a founder of the Mum Boss Business Network. I love the name Mum Boss because mums are bosses. Like women are bosses. So I absolutely love the name Mum Boss. <laughs> Thank you. It's actually been a recent um, name change because it was called Side Hustle Mums. It's been Side Hustle Mums for the last year because that's how I identified. Like yourself, um, Emma Jane, my coaching business was um, as a side hustle to my main job, which was teaching. Um, but it's in the last year since I've um, said goodbye to my teaching job and I'm working full time in my business. I no longer identified as it being a side hustle anymore. So I changed it to the Mum Boss Network because, like you say, mums are bloody bosses. Yeah, they are. They're to step into the shoes of that. So <laughs> definitely. Congratulations on going full time and, you know, all your success. It sounds incredible. Um, so tell me a little bit more about what got you into this and where that kind of came from. Yeah, sure. OK, so um, what I suppose it started back during the pandemic when a lot of businesses were born, I feel, during the pandemic. I was at home with my three kids um, at the time. They were uh, four, three and one. And at the end of the kind of two years when we were going back to school in September time, I was just allergic to the thought of going back teaching. I just loved my little bubble at home with my family and being off all the time and I was trying to figure out how I could figure something else out that I didn't have to work full time and be gone all those days and um, dropping the kids off really early to the childminder not home till late in the evening all the crankiness I was dealing with I was just like oh I am not here for this anymore you know yeah. so um, I applied to I wanted to go back and re-educate in some way so I applied to do a master's in applied psychology and um, so it was positive psychology coaching and I had no idea what coaching was. Um, I had never been coached before. I didn't really know what I was getting into, but I was like, I just need to do something, anything. Yeah. Um, so I took on a two year part time master's and literally from the first month when I started getting coached, because you have to be coached so, so much yourself in order to be a coach yourself. Um, I just started having this reawakening and it was like, oh, my God, Lorna has thoughts and ideas in her head wow. that she had not really got even considered in such a long time like all I identified with was being a mom and a wife and like and I was happy there like it wasn't a bad place for me or anything but it was like it, it was almost like coming out the other side of a fog and going god there's things that I enjoy doing that I do not make time for at all in my life and I just started scheduling time in the calendar for myself and doing fun activities again and um, and so, yeah, the whole coaching experience was just like a, a reawakening for me. So I wanted to shout it from the rooftops, Emma Jane. I wanted to like tell all the mums out there that they needed to pull their calendars down off their walls <laughs> and schedule it off an afternoon so they could go meet their friends and jump in the sea and drink coffee together and have fun again. Because I just felt like we become so boring and it's not it's never intentional. We're all these like fun amazing women when we're responsibility free and then we have kids and just all like so much responsibility falls on our shoulders to do everything and we just go we just find ourselves in a space where we are doing everything for everybody else and we're not doing anything for ourselves anymore so 
I set up my business, Bump and Beyond Wellness. And what I did when I say I set up a business, I didn't even realize I set up a business. I set up an Instagram page and I started shouting it from the rooftops. And um, and during that time, I trained as a hypnobirthing instructor myself because I had practiced hypnobirthing for my three babies. And I started to align it that I was going to help women through their pregnancy journeys and then into the postpartum period where, you know, those early days and early months and early years um I wanted to really sort of help them be proactive about their wellness rather than find themselves in a space that I had been in which was like forgetting about myself um and um to try and make it this is such a long-winded story but I suppose the the bump and beyond wellness by setting up that business and helping women birth their babies what I really found out was that it had birthed for me a passion which was the building of a business and the building of my business ended up being like my identity it was like something just for me something just for Lorna my husband had no part in it my kids had no part in it my friends my neighbors my family it was just something that I was doing and I was like this is incredible like look what I can do I never thought I could do something like this and so that spurred on me setting up um, another Instagram page um, called the Mum Boss Network so that I could try and surround myself by other with other women who were like minded like me, who wanted to do something, who didn't want to go back to their um, corporate jobs or the, whatever profession or career that they had before. Because even though they loved it and they were super ambitious, like capable women, now that they had children, they you know, their priorities changed and they just wanted to create a life that was more flexible around their families. So that is how it was born, the Mumboss Network. And now, like I said, I have a membership community where um, women come in and I've got a whole library of learning resources for them to learn how to do the same thing. And then we all meet up regularly every single month so we can like motivate each other and activate each other and all that kind of stuff. That's amazing. What a journey. I was like listening to all that thinking, wow, what you've achieved since COVID is incredible. A master's, woman setting up a business and creating something for women that absolutely need it. You know, I've got friends who have been new mums through COVID and they just feel so busy all the time being mum and being wife and looking after... It's literally like, don't even have time to text and don't even have time to, you know, message to let me know that they're okay. It's just like constant, like, oh my God, oh my God. So I, I could, I'm not a mom. I don't have kids, but I can absolutely relate through my close loved ones on how it must be for mums. And I think it's so nice that you, what you talk about is people finding that like thing for themselves. And I bet lots of people that listen to this can relate to that because you are mom mainly mum or wife and you your job like yeah we're all good at our jobs but I mean you know the job like it's hard to be creative in your job isn't it and creativity allows you to flourish and just so much stuff that you said then I'm just like oh I could talk talk back at you for forever about it because I just think it's so nice but like I guess like what I'm thinking to ask you is like how does um where do mums start? Like, is, would they come, would listening to this, would they come to you and just have an initial conversation? Like, but they you know, what, what, how do they start finding that little bit of them? 
Yeah, and I love what you said there, Emma Jane, about the, you know, the creativity allows you to flourish. Like, I think so much, that there's so much in that, that creative space, if you can find it, and you might think I am the least creative person on the planet, but I promise you there'll be something out there that allows you to just play around with things and you go into this flow-like state where you just lose track of time. Um, so like, where do people start? It doesn't have to be like business related. If you don't want to go and set up my business, it could be as simple as asking yourself a question. Like, what did I love to do when I was a child? Like, what did I love to do when I was younger? And, um, and then sort of become curious about what it was that happened that made you give that up. Like, was it simply a case that you became a teenager and you're going out and it just, it wasn't a priority in your life anymore, but is it something that you could re-tap into? Like I talked to a lot of women who um, take up things like even Zumba dancing. Like it's just about getting out there again and creating that social connection, particularly for mums who can find themselves at home with nappies and puke and just not anywhere to sort of go and vent. But like scheduling that white space in the calendar for yourself, that that thing alone is a big, big deal. Um, and trying to connect with other people doing something similar. So like the whole community aspect is so important as well. Um, so yeah, that's where I would say is to start is just really look back at something that what is it that I used to love? Um, and if you can't figure that out for yourself, um, ask other people who were in your life when you were young. What did, what did I used to do? Like, what did I used to enjoy doing? Or sit down with a pen and paper and just start to brainstorm, spider diagram, and just write everything that comes off your out of your head. Like, it, it was, we put ourselves under pressure to think of these things, but we also don't give ourselves enough time and space to really navigate it. I feel so. Like, if you set a timer for yourself and give yourself. 10 minutes and say for the these 10 minutes I'm going to sit here with a pen and paper and I'm going to write down every single thing that I think would bring joy into my life you'd be amazed what could actually come out in that paper things that you haven't actually thought about for a very long time yeah I think as well doing nothing is sometimes a really good thing to do just literally doing nothing like for someone that you know has has a full-time job and has a podcast and business to just allow myself the space to sit down and do nothing. And for mums as well, just to sit. And sometimes when you do nothing, I don't know about you, but you find that like, you'll then, ha you'll, because you've given yourself that space, you'll think of the things that you enjoy doing just by sitting and letting it come to you as well. 100%. Oh my God, yeah. I love it. It's an absolute luxury. And so many of us do not give ourselves that, that time. Like when I was finishing my teaching job, what I was most looking forward to was the time between 9am and 10am when I was never going to schedule anything in. And I was just going to have that white space, whether it was thinking, I call it my thinking time. Yeah. And I could journaling it could just be downstairs listening to the radio or it could be having a cup of tea but it was that time where I would just sit down and do absolutely bloody nothing and the, the things that just come to your mind then it's yeah, yeah. it's incredible I um I need to book in some more do nothing time definitely yeah <laughs> um so I wanted to talk about uh finding your voice um we spoke about this on Instagram and you you know you've you've spoken about that before but what does that mean Finding your voice is something that's really quite special to me because of my background. Like I'm here talking to you now um, as if 
I don't have a care in the world. And that's just not part of my identity, I'd say, for the first 38 years of my life. So I'm now 40. And it's only in the last two years I really feel like I've broken through and found my voice in, in a certain way. So what does it mean to me? Um, like, I feel like finding your voice is about being able to exercise your throat chakra and exercise your your language and your words and feel confident and worthy enough to be able to speak your truth yeah speak I think as well like some you know clients that come to me for self-esteem that's one of the things that people struggle with speaking up mm. and I guess if you've like you mentioned there for your 30 38 years of not finding your voice like how do you then go from not speaking up to mm. then speak speaking up because I'm sure you've probably experienced it where you know when you're in like a a group situation or you might be on a call like a podcast for example and you feel like you want to say something but it's almost like frozen like Mm -hmm. you physically can't speak to then Mm -hmm. move past that space to feeling comfortable with speaking up it's a hard thing to do it's the hardest thing to do like I struggle with it regularly now and like to say that my throat completely constricts my heart pounds in my chest like it's in my ears it's the loudest noise you can ever possibly I actually think other people can hear my heart pounding and I could even be on a zoom call and I'm like they can still hear it like it's it just takes over and it's and I know it'll be coming around to my time to speak and it's like oh my god everything just gets stuck and then when I do say whatever it is because I make now I make myself do it and I can talk you through how I do that but now I do make myself do it but when I actually say the words my voice is shaking so much in my head like it's up and it sounds horrendous and that's even harder than again when you're listening to yourself because you're like oh my god (laughs) everyone now knows how nervous I am and my voice is shaking I'm going red all the things and then I watched it back like I've watched it back a couple of times afterwards and when I watched it back I have not sounded as shaky as I've heard in my head and so that was profound learning for me because I was like oh my god this is all the voices in my head these are the stories I'm telling myself and they're not actually true from other people's perspectives yeah every single thing you've just said the reason why I was laughing was because I um, that is me I literally am like sometimes I'll be on a teams and my heart's going boom 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 and I'm like I've got to speak I've got to speak and then it'll come to my and I think I'm sounding dead shaky and I did what you did and I watched it back and I was like what is and I was cringing at first to watch it because like I don't think I can watch this but I feel like I need to watch it for my own personal development and I watched it back and I was like what the hell how is that how how is that what comes across compared to how I know I felt at the time it's bizarre it is bizarre it's absolutely bizarre and I think from watching it back that has given me confidence in speaking more often now because I'm like even though it sounds really shaky in my head I actually don't think it's coming across that way to other people and so I just I trust in that and I just keep going I keep pushing through yeah so would that be, if anyone was struggling with that, that would be advice to watch yourself back? Well, do you know what the advice the advice that I would give really around that is that you will not gain the confidence by not doing it. Like the only way you can gain the confidence is by doing the thing. And only when you do the thing, then do you give yourself 
the evidence that you need in order to be able to do it again. And then the more times you do something like everything else, it gets easier and easier and easier. And, and, you know, you become more confident, but yeah, you, 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 there's no point sitting around kind of going, I'll do it next year after I do this course, because this course is going to build my confidence. Nothing will build your confidence until like you exercise in your own voice. Yeah. Yeah. You've just got to do it. And the more you do it, the better you'll feel, but it's just that initial, it feels like you've got to jump over a mountain just to speak up. Absolutely. Over a mountain. And, um, and like I identify my place why like I wouldn't say I'm not a confident person because I am a confident person it's just that situation of like speaking like it just it's it's really it's really quite bizarre but um I kind of look back and I kind of think it's from my place in my family so I'm the baby in my family and my four siblings are a lot older than me so they'd be like 10 to 15 years older than me and I feel like throughout my whole childhood I got shushed yeah I think that's where it sort of came from in me. I got yeah. shushed a lot. And so I then sort of grew up telling myself this story that I wasn't, anything I would say wasn't worthy enough of being listened to. And so that became a story that was in repeat in my head. And this, these are only things that I've learned in the last couple of years through my coaching that I'm like, actually, I can change these stories in my head. I do have value. I am worthy enough to speak and, and all those kind of things. So yeah. it, it can be really worthwhile taking yourself on a little journey about, you know, where began this suppression of your voice? How did it start? And what was going on in your life at the time to maybe feel like, make you feel like you had to suppress it? Yeah. I wonder what people would say, say someone did a journaling session about that. Wonder what they would, what questions do you think they'd ask themselves to find the answers to that? Um, do you reckon it'd just be what, what happened in my life that maybe led to this? Yeah, like it could be, you know, picking out specific words, like finding my voice, I find such a powerful phrase. Yeah. So, you know, at what point in time in my life did I lose my voice? Yeah, that's a good question. At what point in my life? We all were born with it, but something happened along the way to quieten it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, um, how can I go about giving power back to my voice now? What steps do I need to take? Because, you know, there's no point going, well, what can I do to give power back to my voice? I'm going to go on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You have to like small things. So, you know, maybe I'll go and speak up for myself to my best friend, who's always the one who decides where it is that we go to on a night out. And I'm going to say, actually, I'd rather go to this place instead. You know, start small and pick small little things that are relevant in your life about how you just start speaking up for yourself. So you actually start, you know, um, I love this phrase as well. Like you actually start being the, the architect of your own life and how you're living it rather than being a passive consumer of your life and just sort of being dictated to how you should live it and going along with going with the flow yeah you think you're easy going I'm going with the flow but are you doing things that you actually want to do are you doing things that you don't want to do that's so interesting I'm going with the flow are you though (laughs) are you going with the flow because you want to or you know it's just the easy option to go with the flow yeah it can be yeah yeah it can be yeah um and then I guess is reflection a big part of it as well? So if you're taking those small steps, is there a bit where you have to like reflect on, I've just spoke up then um, for the first time. So that's a win, you know, cause I feel like sometimes you can just 
you're probably speaking up, but you don't give any time to actually realize that you're speaking up. So you've got in your head that you don't speak up when actually you do, but you're not paying attention to that. You're just focusing on those big times, like the meetings when you're not speaking up. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, we don't give enough sort of self-compassion to ourselves to kind of say, wow, look what you just did today. You know, you're incredible. That was really hard for you to do. And instead, we overanalyze it in our head. Oh, my God, what did that person think after I said that? And, you know, did I come across really rude or did I come across really blunt? And you start going down the negative path of like all of the things that's wrong with what you just said and so yeah I think I think you're totally right reflection plays such a good part in actually sitting down and maybe journaling about playing it out like how it happened and focusing in on um you know the positives or the the strengths that you exercised and actually showing up for yourself yeah yeah um thank you so I wanted to ask about um what are the with with the work that you do like what are the main things that hold women back from giving themselves that time or like you said earlier doing the things that they love or building a business is it being a mom like are there other other themes like I'm just interested to know what they are um I think it's it's habitual like habits do you know it's kind of like if you're thinking about making time for exercise and you could go, I, I just don't have time. And I'm the queen of this. But so I go to <laughs> this is me. I just don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to do that 30 minutes of whatever. Yes, I create the time to sit down with my cup of coffee and scroll on Instagram and then look at the clock and go, oh my God, good Jesus, 20 minutes has just gone there and longer. Hello, let's see. <laughs> but like if you can create time for that, it's 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 just a habit, it's a pattern of what you 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 create intention around if that makes sense like I'm going to be intentional about bringing exercise into my life today therefore I'm going to schedule it on my calendar that at 9am to 9.30 I'm going to do the thing and then everything else just happens after that because you have made the clear intention on it and you have scheduled it on the calendar and then you can follow through on it but if you don't make things intentional and by making it intentional is not just having the thought, it is specifically writing it down. So if you don't make those things intentional, then you just fall into your daily patterns, your daily habits of what it is that you get up and you do at nine o'clock or whatever time it is that you normally do. And so the time, it always gets away from you. It's like you never have enough of it. Um, But we all have 24 hours in our day. um, And, you know, when you think about 30 minutes of how you're going to spend an intentional 30 minutes, whether it's a case you're building a business in 30 minutes, like you're doing one thing to progress it, or you're spending that time doing exercise, or you're going to do yoga, or you're going to do meditation, or you're going to do journaling. If you schedule those 30 minutes intentionally, and you still have 23 and a half other hours in your day to do all of the other stuff that you, that you need to do. Yeah. And um, I was going to say something then, but I was listening to you and then I forgot what I was going to say, what I was going to say um oh that was it and like people will compare as well so you know I say people like me as well like you might I think what happens sometimes is you might say you want to lose weight or you want to get good at something or you want to read more you can so easily compare yourself to other people who are doing it like as as they're they're an author or they're a PT and think there's no point me starting because you know it it seems so far away of the goal that you want to be but 
that like 30 minutes every day is so and because it's like compound isn't it and I think it's so important like 30 minutes doesn't seem like a lot but over a month what you've done in 30 that's hours of of work or you know it's it's that comparison as well yeah absolutely and you're totally right about the compound effect we think that it's such small minute pieces right now but it does it, it accumulates over time and then you kind of look back and you go how did this happen you know this wasn't an overnight success for me when I'm saying success whether I lost weight or I've become a runner now or a swimmer or I've built a business. It was the result of these daily small intentional habits. And, you know, what you say there about comparison, we can all spout to the moon about the fact that, you know, don't compare yourself to anybody else. But like it is the truth. Everyone's life circumstances are so different. Like some people are caring for elderly parents. Some people are caring for um, children some people have full-time jobs some people are able to invest all of their time into their passion like everyone has different um, life circumstances but if you want to make a change in your own life then you've got to think about where I am now and where it is that I want to be in the future and then what are the steps that I need to be able to take for me personally in order to be able to get there and then literally just compare yourself today to where you were yesterday and where you want to be tomorrow yeah I love that don't compare yourself to other people look at compare your past yeah yeah definitely keep moving forward um so what was the other thing I wanted to ask you oh yeah that was it so I'm looking at me questions on my phone sorry <laughs> um so if so with women so once you've what I'm gonna ask once you've done the work to find your voice does that then stay? Is it something that you have to consistently work on? Does it fluctuate through life? Like, what are your thoughts around that? Um, well, I certainly, from my place right now, it definitely still stays. Like, I I have not overcome this um, by any means. And I think maybe it's just different situations. Like, I was really looking forward to coming on and doing this podcast with you, but maybe that's because um, of your personality that you put across to me before and I knew you I knew you're going to be really bubbly and energetic and and I, I I felt I don't know I felt um positive coming into this space whereas maybe it's more spaces where I feel more intimidated in where I'm looking up to somebody or I'm feeling not feeling like people are looking down at me but people of authority who I want to learn from in those kind of spaces that's where I still struggle now with with finding my voice because I'm like oh my god am I going to make an absolute fool of myself here and what 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 does that mean about me are they going to look at me differently and go oh my god she doesn't know enough or whatever so um so personally I don't think it ever goes away but I do think it gets easier over yeah. time yeah because you feel more courage to speak up and put yourself in the space and even and kind of accept that it might not go 100 percent but might not go 100% to plan, but I'm still going to do it anyway. And then when you do that thing, it helps. And then, yeah. Oh, I love that because like literally fear is what we feel. Like as human beings, we oh, nobody is not going to feel it. Fear is what we feel, but courage is what we do. And so it's like, yes. are you going to be the one that just like leans into the fear and stops yourself and holds yourself back? Or are you going to be one that leans into the courage and just access yeah fear and do it anyway I've I love that book I love that quote as well but I've never heard that fear fear is what we feel and courage is what we do 
that what you yeah, just said? literally Good. just put, I, put, I put that together this week on something I was creating somewhere or other because um I just feel like well the women that I'm dealing with in the Mumboss network we're all everyone's starting off and everyone's really needing to blast through all this mindset stuff and they're all so brave like going on Instagram and showcasing yourself on stories and all this kind of stuff and it's like do you know what we all feel that fear none of we it's it's really really hard to do it it's not like you know come second nature to any of us um but you've just got got to be really brave just be really courageous and yeah. and you're going to feel great afterwards you feel really satisfied in yourself and you'll know you've done something to progress your business yeah and it's it's so interesting because like you what you just said then we all feel it we all feel scared we all feel nervous we all have the thoughts in our heads where we're doubting ourselves but we don't appreciate that we just think it's us but everyone when I go to on podcast episodes when you do things when we speak up when people go on Instagram everyone feels the same so you know but we forget that everyone else feels the same we just think it's us but it's like no we all feel the same just do it anyway and feel the fear (laughs) yeah absolutely and it does like get easier over time because what somebody's account looks like now is a far cry from what it looked like two years ago when they were shaking in their boots every time they were showing up so it was only by being courageous initially and persisting through and just continuing to go for it that you know they've been able to make it where they're at now yeah go people good for everyone that does it like go go us (laughs) <laughs> go on <laughs> go us <laughs> I love it um so and then and then I wanted to ask as well this is quite an interesting question and then I usually end with three things to boost your confidence but before I ask that I wonder what your thoughts are on this so do you think our younger generation of women have a louder voice than has time changed this for women or do you think that it's still as it was I don't know 50 years ago not that we know what it was like 50 years ago but do you know what I mean what do do you think um I I do I I do think um the younger generation coming through um have so much more available to them than we do and maybe it's like our parenting style of this generation like I feel like the whole area of health and well-being and wellness and you know conscious parenting and um I feel like people just it, it, people have awareness of it and um and so I feel like they're really I don't know in my world anyway I feel like there's a lot of um consciousness around building self-esteem in the yeah. children but, be, but maybe that's because I I float in the health and wellness world and so that's what I see a lot of um so that would be my perspective on it but look yeah. at I suppose it's very very different depending on um your family circumstances where you're growing up you know yeah um yeah it's yeah, true so. depends I guess it's different for everyone isn't it but in like a general sense I feel like because even when I was in school I feel like uh, it was very much your life was set you know you you went to school then you did this thing you you know it's like a set life pattern whereas now you know younger people are setting up businesses whilst they're in uni like yeah. you know it's just it's just a totally different space and I, I feel like the internet I know people can complain and have a negative view on the internet in some circumstances but actually it's it's opened up so many different opportunities for women that you know just think and for men as well but I, I'm always on the female empowerment vibe so yeah I just think yeah. it's great 
just wanted to know what you thought no and I I totally agree with you and I think social media has really like I feel like that has always happened I feel like women there's been a certain cohort of women who've always been super inspirational and have followed their own path and followed their own passions and done their own thing but unless they were someone who you knew or in your family or in your community you wouldn't know that they exist whereas the social media platform we get to see these young women out traveling the world business building their businesses on the laptops on the beach and it's like oh my god that can be done and you know not falling into the whole limiting box set of I need to be married at this stage and have kids at this stage and buy the house and yeah. all that kind of stuff so we're seeing people um live an alternative lifestyle that's inspiring and kind of gives you alternative options in your head about god I actually get to choose here about yeah. what I want yeah. and it's not like what I should be doing yeah yeah it's good um and then so what this is what I ask everyone at the end of the episode what are the three things that you could offer for someone to boost their confidence to boost their confidence yeah um, for me let me think I think what I used to do in the beginning was like looking in the mirror looking in my at my own reflection and saying the thing that it was that I wanted to be able to say with confidence. So whatever that might be in your life right now, um, honing into what those words are and then standing in front of the mirror and just saying it. And I remember sort of being really meek, saying it first of all, and like sort of fumbling across my words, not really getting it right. So like it's really honing in on this strong sentence or statement and then eyeballing myself and like, you know, head up, chin up, chest out, and embrace it and like feel the power in that statement and so that would be the first step yeah and then the second step would be going and practicing that statement with those who are closest to you who you feel safe with um so it could have been my husband saying the statement with him and him giving me the sort of confidence yeah that sounds good or you know maybe say it this way or whatever and just helping me sort of really form it and helping me formulate my words in company um and even then stupidly saying it around the kitchen table with the kids they'd be like what are you talking about mom never mind just need to say these words out loud and be heard be heard um yeah so that's two things so say it in the the mirror and then speak it with somebody else and then another thing to give you confidence oh I would say to like before you say what it is that you need to say to like go to an area that like brings you happiness like so you know if you're really happy in the woods or in nature or something like that if like just go there for a walk first and really feel all the feelings or there's some people I know who just love taking their shoes and socks off and going walking in grass and just grounding themselves or um or having just speaking with somebody who makes you feel good basically surround give yourself an environment of where you are at your sort of most confident or uplifted or happy self and give yourself all those feelings and then go forward and say the thing you need to say. I love that. I love that it's all around finding your voice as well. It's like mm. three steps to help with that with that area. So thank you very much. You're so welcome. Thank you. You've been a great, I don't know about you, but I loved this chat. I think it was brilliant. Yay, I loved it. I love coming on and talking about these things. I don't actually often get the opportunity to do um, this whole finding the voice 
kind of conversations and and it's something that's really meaningful to me so I really appreciate it I feel like this is meant to happen yeah me too thank you so much Um, and I will pop your Instagram and everything on the on the episode so anybody can it's what let's see what it is now mum boss network it's at the the mum boss network at the mum boss network you need to go and check it out because it's an amazing page and I reached out because of just how much energy is on your page and so everybody needs to go and check that out and follow for sure um (laughs) and you'll really benefit from it so thank you so much what I'll do is I'll press stop and then we can stay on (laughs) thanks so much thank you bye